Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don, where Pastor Don answers all of your questions from theology, parenting, and whether he can tell if you're sleeping in church. Enjoy. Please like and subscribe. Pastor Don. Good morning, Alex. How are you doing? Good. 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 We're finally getting some rain today. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I don't think it's going anywhere, but yeah, it's nice to have. Yeah. 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 I was uh, trying to take Charlie out fishing the other day, so I was like, ah, I forgot worms. So I tried to dig up in the yard some worms. <laughs> Use a pick and shovel, did you? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was so, I was even going over to the garden, you know, where I'd recently watered and stuff. Charlie's like, where are the worms, Dad? I'm like, man, I am They I am went low. Yeah, I even dug down pretty deep, too, and nothing. They know better than staying. Where do they go? Yeah, they just went really, really low. Yeah. Be surprised how low they can go. Yeah, I I, I did not know that they were going to be that mm-hmm. that hard to capture. Usually, it's so easy. It's so easy. Normally in Iowa, we usually get weekly rains, and yeah, what is it? An inch of rain a week we need for our corn. Oh yeah, something like we're that. We're several inches behind. Oh right yes, here. very very. Might be a short harvest. Although, I had one fellow tell me, well, you know. God really doesn't need rain to make corn. He can make corn without rain. How? He's got his ways. Okay. Okay. That's fair. He created all things. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes we think we're doing the best job putting it in the ground and think it's going to be great. And Give praise to the Lord of harvest. That's right. So something I want to talk about today, pride. Hmm. Something that kind of crossed my mind, of course, a couple months ago was Pride Month, right? Oh, so, yes. yeah. We heard that on every media source. Yes, we did. And I got to thinking, you know, with all these different sins that we have that are very easy to spot, you know, you know, covenanting something that's not yours, you know, using the Lord's name in vain, stealing, murdering, very easy to see, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Why is it so hard for us to see pride in ourselves? Well, because it's sort of, it's internal. It's the way our brain works. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people look like they don't have any pride, and yet they really have a great deal and don't want to change anything. Yeah. Because they're very proud of what they've done. Yes. So it, it's uh, it's not quite as easy for us to detect it as it's for God to detect. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, it's tough stuff because, in one way or another, we've told ourselves psychologically that you need to have a little pride in order to keep your dignity and and to keep your head up, you know. Yeah. And uh, there's been a lot of people just down on themselves so totally. But they don't hardly think right. Yeah. Well, that's that's one side, but part of it, I would even say that's prideful in itself too. But yeah, I think there's two forms of pride: a superiority and an inferiority form of pride. Where that superiority is that, um, you know, just constant evaluation and calculation of your ego. Right. It's just let's see what I can do. Everything mm-hmm. is an ends to yourself, or the inferiority is you know you're down on yourself mm-hmm. and you're not you're, you're thinking about yourself all the time right but both of them are focused on self both of them think you deserve more yep yeah 
And, yeah. and so the, I'd say this, the core piece of pride is self. Yeah. And when we can set ourselves aside, then we can be more apt to be humble, mm -hmm. which is its opposite. But that's pretty hard for us to do. It is. We tend to live in our own skin. Yeah, that's the human element of our, mm -hmm. you know, capitalism. That's one part of it. It's, it's, you know, you want this, I've got this, depending on how much there is. You know, that's, this is mine. Yeah. So I'm going to keep trying to build more for myself. Now, what you do with that is... Right, yeah. and... You have children, you know, right. they really like to, well, this is mine. Yeah. Well, that's mine too. Mm -hmm. And that's mine too. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's, it's inherent to us as humans. Yeah. yeah Sad I know, to say. Right. I know with kids, it's like, you know, you see them share once and you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's crazy. That's good stuff. Yeah. I like that. Good job. You know, do the same thing with adults too, but it's a little weirder. Yes. Mm-hmm. But still worthwhile. Sure. Yeah, it's it's a little weirder, but yeah, yeah. Um, something I I wrote down is something that C.S. Lewis said in oh, what was that book called? It had a funny name. Anyways, pride is the ruthless, sleepless, unsmiling concentration of the self. And I think that's what exactly what we've been saying is concentrating everything on yourself. And what was the book? Uh, we were just talking about that earlier. What's that guy's name? Whose book? Tim Keller? Well, Tim Keller was talking about it. I'm trying to think of what in the Bible, which one he was. Oh, Isaiah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How it gave a really good picture of the stage, the stages, the different stages that he went through. Right. Was that Hanan? Oh, that, he was talking about Queen Esther. Yes. And uh, that's in the book of Esther. And uh, Haman's pride was off the map. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> it's a wonderful story, though, yeah. about uh, the fall of the proud. <laughs> yes, it is. Because <laughs> he did not have his pride in check at all. No. And you'll fall. Mm-hmm. That's right. Pride cometh before the fall. What's the difference between, like, being competent and having too much pride? So like, like here, I'm trying to give you an example. I think I've said this before, but my mom said at one point in time in my life when I was younger, she was carrying a big old cup of coffee. It was all the way full. We were at this restaurant, crowded, and she walked all the way to the table with this full cup. I'm like, how did you do that? She's like, I just got to walk with confidence. I'm like, okay. So that's why I started doing that with full mm -hmm. cups. I'm like, wow, this works really good. I wonder what other areas it works in. And then that's kind of just how I've been. I can do that. I can yeah, do that. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Is that the same as pride? No, it is not the same as pride because confidence grows with your accomplishment of certain things and then you become confident in the tasks that you've performed in the past. Mm -hmm. Then you build on that to the next task. Yep. Uh, confidence in your discipleship. You yep. can do that. It's positive for the most part. Pride is that, that uh, full of gas kind of part okay. because our pride, either negative or positive, usually isn't based on as much fact as it is our perception, our perception or how we want to perceive. Okay. And so it's more abstract. Even in the, the accomplishments, you can enjoy your accomplishments and have confidence in what you've done, and that's not a bad thing. Okay. But when you have to have others appreciate what you've done gotcha yeah 
I see. So yeah. it's that core where you're essentially taking something or gaining something from somebody else or having more than them. So does pride have to have that like, you know, comparison effect with it? It has to have that comparison effect. Okay. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Because confidence and competence Mm -hmm. means you've already accomplished this and and want to go the next step. Okay. And you build upon the past for the future. Mm -hmm. But pride has none of that tangible, tactile piece to it. Yeah. It can be totally based on fiction. Mm-hmm. That you've created in your mind, either positive or negative. Okay. I like that. Uh, here's a good example of that. I was just went to the Dells, like I just said. Cool. Wisconsin Dells. And uh, if you want to feel good about your body, that's you where go you go to go? the water park with the Midwestern bodies. Oh, oh yes. there you go. Yeah. yeah, you feel great. I felt like a superstar. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course, you know, you go to California or something like that, it'd be a little bit different. Yeah, Muscle Beach might be a mm-hmm. different story, but yeah. Still, yeah. But I the Dells, shift. yeah. Nice Midwest place. And I can blame And we kids. only have summer for a limited period of that's time. That's right. Why do they build a, I guess that's the only, like, the <laughs> central place. Yeah, Wisconsin, great place for a water park, you know? Yeah, west enough of Chicago that you can actually get there in a day's time. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they must make money doing they it because there's like a hundred different water parks there. It's crazy. I couldn't get Charlie to go down any slides. Really? Yeah. There's even one morning I said, we're not going to go to the water park with the family. Charlie and I are going to go fishing. And he goes, yeah. And we went fishing and he enjoyed that. Mm, yes, he did. Yes, that's his thing. Yes, he did. Well, he mostly just ran around on the rocks and threw them in the water and threw rocks at ducks and oh, hit a duck with a rock. And that was pretty fun for him. And oh, I bet he enjoyed that. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. I will say that he did kill that duck and did not know it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fun story. Yeah. He threw this rock, hit it, and he goes, oh, it's swimming away really fast. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's okay. Came back and told the family, they're like, wait, wait. So instead of going to the water park, you're letting your son throw rocks at birds? I'm like, yeah. I, I, well, I didn't think he had that arm on him. And uh, he's your son. Maybe that part came from Carly, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, and to his defense, we were throwing out mango chips to the ducks and he had to get them oh, okay. close. And I said, well, get it right next to him. But <laughs> <laughs> so pride, back to pride. Mm-hmm. What's the cure? Make it simple at, for us. As case. I see the cure for pride, it's to look at Christ. Okay. Because he, being God, would humble himself and come to earth for our sake, mm-hmm. not his own, yep. and sacrifice himself to free us from the bondage of sin. Paul gives us a synopsis of that in, in the Philippians chapter 2, which is considered the first hymn known in the, in the church. Uh, it, it's a beautiful hymn. Sing it. I can't sing it. There's no notes <laughs> to it. You mean it's not in the hymnal? No, it's not in the hymnal. Okay. But your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of the servant, being made in human likeness, And being found in the appearance as a man, he humbled himself 
and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. That's my Jesus. Mm-hmm. So when I think about pride and the cure, it's looking at Jesus. Okay. It's that act of becoming humble. Mm-hmm. And I know I've, I know some humble, humble people. And you never, when you talk to them, you never really come away with thinking, wow, that person was humble. You come away with thinking, that person's happy and super interested in whatever I'm saying. Right. So it's making yourself that way. Mm-hmm. See, I see, I, I, I have a hard time finding how to get there because then I feel like I'm slipping into that, you know, inferiority version of pride. Right. But in the Gospels, we see several illustrations that Jesus gives, and one of those would be, uh, "Don't set at the top of the at the top of the table. Sit at the end of the table, and then if the host asks you to move forward, you won't be disgraced. But if you set towards the top of the table, and the uh, host says, "Well, this one, this person's greater than you. You'll have to move down." Then you're humbled in that. Oh, yeah. So he talks about that. The second time is when uh, James and John come to him and, and want places by the throne where Jesus is right. going to be in his kingship. He says, well, are you able to do what I'm going to do? Right. And then he announces that he's going to be killed. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to take that cup? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a humble thought. A little bit of lowering of expectations yeah. in fact there's several of those if you if you well go for the sermon on the mount uh matthew 5 6 and 7 those chapters are, are are basically the core of what we believe as christians yeah and then then you can add these other yeah that's what my mom always said you know go into something with low expectations so you'll either be right or pleasantly surprised there you go I never knew if that was a good thing to live by or not. Well, when you when you practice hurdles, running through hurdles, yeah. you don't start with them at the top. Okay. You don't yeah. ever put them in the top no, you notch, don't. do you? So you you grow into that. Okay. That's goes back to the confidence piece. Yeah. And uh, competence. Okay. And then you know, yeah, we can grow into this. I like that. That's good. I nudge people also to do that with our walk with Christ. Okay. Not assume that you've got everything in hand right away, but just humbly move with Christ and, and get into his word. Mm-hmm. One more question kind of surrounding pride. So I think a lot of us um, are Christians, you know, we have all these rules, right? Do all these things. And we have strong areas and weak areas, right? Mm-hmm based on our personality or just something we haven't quite worked on or something that our parents kind of pounded into us. We're good at that part, but the other parts were not so good. Myself, I think I'm very good at forgiveness. I found it is very easy for me to move on to say, hey, still my friend. Doesn't matter how you treat me, still friend. And I'm proud of that. Ooh. Is that bad? Are you proud of it? Are you... uh Thankful for the competence you've developed in forgiveness. The difference is, so when you go to uh, Isaiah chapter 14, we see the fall of Satan. Yeah. And the fall of Satan is, is complemented by the fact, or 
points out, he says, he will, he will, he will, he will, he will. Mm -hmm. And so it's his will putting, being put out there and his will was above God's will. And that's created the fall of Satan. He put his will before God's will. Now, if you are glad for the gift of being able to forgive, that's one thing. If you say, I will forgive, then uh, what other parameters are there? So what I'm, just, what I'm saying is, is that something that you've developed on your own, or is it something that God's given you as a gift? Oh, it's certainly That a gift. you can enjoy and give him praise for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's then definitely Then don't be it. proud of it. I mean, you're not proud of it. You just praise the Lord for it. Oh, okay. You get a good crop this fall of corn, you're going to praise the Lord for it. You're not going to say, boy, look at my technical abilities to grow mm -hmm. corn. Because in Iowa, there's what other... I, hundred different factors of making good corn crop oh, yeah. that you have absolutely no control over. Right. That's a good point. Yeah, I do all, I spend hours and hours and hours on a planter, making sure everything's perfect. It's never done being worked on until that thing is in the field. And even still, first couple passes, it's mm -hmm. tinkering and tinkering and tinkering. And I could do it throughout the whole season and stop us every 10 minutes, but I can't. Got to get the corn in the ground. Yeah, or at some point that factor of getting that corn in the ground comes into play. Yeah. And then it's 99% in God's hands. Mm -hmm. Yep. But if you became proud of that crop or your ability to grow it, that's different mm -hmm. than being the, I do my part and I let God do his part. Yeah. And then we partner with him. Okay. It's team. Yeah. Team effort. All right. Okay, now on to listener questions. Ooh. Dinosaurs. Okay. So this kind of comes back to Genesis, you know. Mm -hmm. Was it that it was it created in seven days? Was it seven lengths of time? Did God were dinosaurs ever roaming the earth? Or was it a I know we kind of have some examples of, you know, encounters with dinosaurs, right? Mm -hmm. Right. We, well, we, think, we have, have it in the Bible. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like there should be a lot more in the Bible about encountering T-Rexes or Spinosauruses oh. or these giant things that I would assume you would have to be pretty careful about. Saber-toothed tigers? I mean, those things would be picking us off left and right, I would think. Well, I think probably the fact that the T-Rex was rather a uh, danger yeah. for humans, I imagine they got rid of them. Oh, so you think that we took them out? Hmm. And that's why, you know, when you get to Job, is it chapter 39, you still have the uh, Brontosaurus sure. living because it wasn't a threat to humans hmm. other than stepping on them. Okay. Because it was huge. Right. But uh, it wasn't the threat that the T-Rex was. Right. Think of all the fertilizer mm -hmm. you could get from a Brontosaurus. My goodness, you could do a garden with one load. There you go. That's a good way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. But I still do believe in the seven, uh, okay. the 24-hour day creation. I believe that's how the layers of creation build upon each other. Because mm -hmm. certain things can last about maybe 24 hours without certain other elements. 
Okay. But they can't last long. Okay. So those layers of creation, I think, are very intentional. Okay. There's quite a bit from the scientific theology or scientific method that says a lot of these things are that there must have been a ton of time between this dinosaur and this dinosaur, like millions and millions of years. Mm-hmm. You think that's kind of Earth was spinning faster or something at that time? Or No, I think God created it all. Uh, you know, even the rocks that are carbon dated. Yeah. I believe God created that carbon. Okay. At that stage, at that level, at that time, you know, to make some scientists think about it extra. So to cast doubt, you think he did to cast that so that we would uh, have doubts? Yeah. Okay. So somebody can think it through, make it. Yeah. Okay. I'm a little more uncertain of that, but I certainly think it's possible. That's one of those things where I say, you know, these are these theories neither one of these theories you know discourage my belief in god or his capabilities you know well i got thinking about you know full-grown trees the amount of oxygen that's produced by full-grown trees and the amount of oxygen humans need to be Mm -hmm. and animals need and realize that hey god didn't have to wait for the seed to grow into a huge walnut tree he could just boom create the walnut tree in and, and that's the way the bible reads yeah so i sort of believe it like it was written. Mm-hmm. And all those dinosaur bones are just so we can have well, they gas lived. for these cars. They did live. Yeah. They did live and they did die and they were are extinct. And yeah. we don't have a whole lot of them ro- roaming across our parking lots. Anymore, hopefully. No. Some of them are in our parking lots since they're oil, you know. And, oh, sure. Yeah. Yep. Good point. Okay. Well, that's what I got for questions for today. So we'll that's cut it off good. there. And. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Don, we pray us out. And do that. Lord, we thank you for the privilege you've given us to share with others and have them sharing with us as well. Lord, may this conversation honor and glorify you and draw us ever closer to your heart, O Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. If you watch this on YouTube or whatever, hit that little like button for us. That Please. That uh, helps us out. So take care, everyone. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you and God bless.